What's up, buddy? Hey, Dill, man. My, my bad on the delay. No, you're good, bro. It's uh, it's no worries. The it's recording been... doesn't even start till you arrive, man. Quite, so basically... a, quite a stressful last half hour. I've been trying on two different websites to get the new Xbox. Oh, wow. Any luck? And the shady part is, is I don't know if my parents bought one for me for Christmas or not, so I don't want to buy two. Hmm. One of my friends got it, Matt, though. He was on the pod a couple, couple yeah. months ago. Yeah, he, he just FaceTimed me. He's like, I got the Xbox. I was like, you are so lucky. For real, dude. So uh, after the pod, we're going to be trying again, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope the mission is successful. It, let it, it lets it add me to my cart, like the item to mm-hmm. my cart, but it can't let me check out. It's so stupid. Bro, what? Mm-hmm. That's the same thing that happened with the PS5 drop. Yeah. Did you, are you getting a PS5 or what? Well, eventually, but, you know, right now right it's now. just like – they're they're hard to find. I know. The That's only way to get a PS5 giant restock of everything, and they said it was at nine a.m. and like I don't yeah. know what's going on, dude. It's 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 crazy. I the PS5s there's none in store. There's only the controllers. Mm-hmm. There's barely any games in the store. Yeah, they're not doing um the they're only doing the console releases online, which is stupid. But yeah, it doesn't make any sense. So basically, if I want to get one, I'd have to say yo i'm gonna pick it up from this location and mm-hmm. that's how you'd have to go about it the only thing um, is i don't want to wait till the middle of january to get one though yeah like, for i real. want it on christmas like <laughs> for real man you want to you want to have a good good christmas for man. real um you know we've made it though to yeah, what, what little, is this episode 34 episode 34 yep Wow, I mean, episode thirty-four, and and we're talking about buying an Xbox, the new Series Xbox, a PS Five. This is no way, in 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 no shape or form, is this the same world as when we started the podcast? Oh, definitely. By any means, um, we've we've come very far into the NFL season. Uh, this week, uh, I I'd say we had we had pretty much the game of the year. Oh, so far. for sure, hundred hundred percent. Yeah, and uh, a lot to talk about. Oh, definitely. A lot to talk about in that game. I, I feel like we'll be spending at least 10 to 15 minutes on that game. Oh, for because sure. Because there was so much that happened. I mean, I'm looking at my notes right now that I wrote this morning for that game. Yeah. I think I wrote, like, more notes for this game than the other four combined, the other five yeah. combined. And I have a lot more to say than I would for any of the other games. For real. Um, this was the most exciting game since... And it was literally from beginning to end. I mean, I watch a lot of Sports Center, and they're throwing a lot of the sports betting aspect into it because it's yeah. becoming legal across the country now, state by state. Yep. The spread was three points for the Ravens, and that uh, safety kind of tipped it at the end, you know? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> thought that Dang, was man. quite interesting. So there was a lot of cash that got uh, transferred in uh, in Vegas there. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I can imagine. Um, the highlights speak for themselves, mm-hmm. but really just the the the, the headlines. What was Lamar and, Jackson doing? Why was he was he, taking a poop? Bro. Why he was, was he gone so long, man? I mean, he was taking a poop, bro. You see the way he was waddling. All of a sudden, I got a notification. I was um, I'll get more into it when we talk about the game. But I was just playing two K all night last night, and I had the game on my phone because I knew I knew it won my fantasy matchup. That was the only reason I really had it on. Yeah. So I kept it on just because it was a close game. And all of a sudden, I get a notification from ESPN, and it says, Trace McSorley in the game for Lamar Jackson. And I'm like, okay, what's going on? And then all of a sudden, I the next time, the next play I looked at was when Trace McSorley, like, ripped his ACL. Yeah, yeah dude. And I, I was on the, I was on the party with Justin and Lucas, and I was like, yeah, Trace McSorley just tore his ACL. It was non-contact. Really? You knew exactly what happened. 
And it was like, okay, well, what happened? I never, I didn't even know what happened to Lamar Jackson. All of a sudden, he just like waddles out of the locker room. I'm like, is he like hurt or like what? He happened? had to use the bathroom, bro. Dude, dude was gone for like half the quarter, though. I know using it, bro. Think about it. He got to get all the pads down, all the pads back on, man. True, true. <laughs> He's got knee pads. It's not as easy pads. as you think it is, bro. No, nah, bro. It's not, man. I'm, I, I'm, I'm convinced he was taking a poop. I'm convinced because if you look at the video of him in the locker room running, that's what's like when he ran out into the locker room at like leaving the game, that's when he was doing the biggest waddle. And it's mm-hmm. like, bro, this dude had to pee or poop or something bad. And then when he comes back out, he's still doing it. Yeah. Like maybe he didn't get to finish or something. <laughs> bro, <laughs> I don't know, but um, th- what a game. Mm-hmm. Anyone who said Lamar Jackson was overrated, uh, they pretty much got shut up, man. True. Because you see what the impact he had. And I will say, I've, I've not, I'm not a Baker Mayfield fan. I'm still not convinced yet. Yeah, we're But well this aware was a that. really good game. Yeah. And uh, we're going to go ahead, though, and uh, kind of preview what we're going to be talking about today, Dylan. I'm going to go ahead and let you do that because we're, we're, we are going to be talking some college football, which is a yeah. lot more of your aspect yes. and our guests. Yes, it is. All right, so as Alex said earlier, episode 34, guys, welcome. We are sitting here 10 days before Christmas. Wow, that is really hard to believe. And uh, actually, we are, what, 16 days away from 2021? Crazy. That's just crazy. I mean, we say it's been a very bad year, obviously, you know, with us being in quarantine most of the year, at least in Michigan, and everything that's gone on with COVID and, you know, everything else around the world. But it, I feel like this year has gone by really fast. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I, I, dude, I look down and it's already what, like you said, I didn't even realize that it's December 15th until you said 16 days to 2021. I, I swear it was just the end of. It like, felt like the end of summer, like yesterday. Yeah. And, 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 and even thinking back, it felt like last November is closer than this November. Mm-hmm. Last Halloween, I remember more than this Halloween because there was just nothing to do. Nothing to do for so real. It's like. I have all those old memories Mm -hmm. feeling fresh because I had no, it's like, I heard about this thing in school. It's like when you, when you have a phone number, you memorize your phone number. When you get a new phone number and eventually you just memorize the new phone number, eventually the other number will fade. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So, um, you can probably remember it if somebody said it, but you're Mm -hmm. not going to just remember it offhand. So the new, the new number Whatever replaces that is fresh in your mind. Sure, yeah. I think what happened with 2020 is the reason it felt so fast is I had no fun Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I had no fun Halloween or fun Easter or even Mother's Day or Father's Day. I didn't have as much. It's not. It's like I didn't have a great memory from those days that has stuck. True. Yeah. So I'm thinking about last year still mm-hmm. because normally every year I'd have. I'd have a Thanksgiving like normal. Mm-hmm. I didn't have one this year. So all I could do was reminisce on last year. Yeah. And then we will be talking about uh, week 14 in the league. Obviously, we're going to talk. I think we should lead off with the game of the year since we've already yeah. talked about it for a few minutes. So we'll get for into sure. that in a minute. But also we have the week 15 preview. We have another potential, I think, for a candidate for game of the year. Is we have the Chiefs and the Saints on Sunday. This could be a really good match. Now, it would be a little different if, uh, you know, number nine for New Orleans would be out there on the field. But They got murdered by Hurts. Yeah, Jalen Hurts. Quite a surprise, actually. Did not not expect that. He looked like Michael Vick out there. He did. And then uh, to wrap up, 
to wrap up the day, we will be having on Kyle again. If you remember way back over the summer, I believe we did a top 10 re-rank of yeah. fantasy players, and he was involved in that. He will be joining us to talk a little college football. Obviously, if you are a fan of college football, you know we have conference championship games this weekend, and the top four for the college football playoff will be released or will be announced on Sunday afternoon after the Saturday games. So we will have Kyle on to talk a little bit about the rankings, what he likes, what he doesn't like about them, and your top four predictions for the playoff and your eventual prediction for the national championship game coming up here in about five weeks or so. Without further ado, Alex, we got to get into this game of the year. Monday Night Football last night, it was the Baltimore Ravens 47 and the Cleveland Browns 42. I want to let you lead off with your thoughts. Hmm. Like I said, I kind of want to talk about Baker Mayfield. Um, mostly, my, my main thoughts are the quarterback um, for both sides. We saw Lamar Jackson, a lot of people saying, overrated this season. Mm-hmm. I didn't think so based on the first game we saw against the Browns in week one. I didn't think so based on the way they started. Once he did get COVID and things were like that, I'm like, okay, he might not make the playoffs this year. It's nothing to worry about. Um, they, It's hard to maintain a great like level of play because the moment you duck below what they, they're used to you seeing, they'll call you trash and washed up. Just because Lamar wasn't playing like last year, Lamar for like a week or so, mm-hmm. people start assuming he's fell off. He he fell off. No, he was still playing good. He just wasn't playing at the level he was when he won the MVP. That's not to say he's having a bad year. He got COVID. That was up in the air. The Steelers should have lost that game. They literally had to beat like backups. I don't understand, man. We're going to talk about them as well. But then Lamar came out. He takes a poop or whatever he did. I don't know what he did in there, man. (laughs) And he shows why he is not overrated and belongs in the top 10 quarterbacks list. I'm not going to say he's top five. I haven't seen enough to say he's top five. I don't think he's top five. But he's a top 10, and he showed why he is because he is shifty when he can run. He he threw dots. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, people people neglected that. Even the week before, he threw a dot into the end zone, um, on the left side of the end zone. That was a perfect throw. No one could throw it better. And he makes it look easy. The way we always make fun of that little flick he does, um, with the ball. Yeah, pretty good for a running back, you know. Yeah, pretty good for a running back. The one thing I will say, I, I don't know, is Mark Ingram hurt or is he uh, Mark Ingram started last night? Yeah, you say he just I had just a significant drop off. He was my second yeah. running back that I took in fantasy because I, I, yeah. I drafted him last year. And I'm like, all right, this guy had a good year last year. I'm thinking, all right, he can do it again, you know. And He had one or two good games, but that Kansas City game where I needed the fantasy points and he didn't get them. He's just been consistent ever since. I ended up dropping him like three weeks ago. Yeah, I, I, I remember when I actually cared about my fantasy team before I just completely lost all hope in it. Um I saw that you had dropped him, and I, I, I knew exactly why. Mm-hmm. Last, last year, you heard about Mark Ingram every week, dude. Yeah. It was Lamar and Mark Ingram. You talk about big trust. You talk about all you were hearing was from Mark Ingram laughing up, having a good time, and he was playing so good on the field. Um, clearly, I think he's done after pretty much this year of being a significant back in the league. Um because he did drop off significantly. Uh, even 
um, I don't know. I, I think towards the end of last year, but um, this year especially, I've noticed just his lack of involvement in, in, in the Ravens offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, that could be attributed to the fact J.K. Dobbins has played really well. Oh, he played yeah, really 100%. well this Yeah, he's got a really and, good game. And also, Edwards got a touchdown, Yeah, Gus, right? Gus Bus. Yeah, he. Uh, I I didn't hear about him until this game. I just got hip to him watching He's that. He's a good player. Like, okay. I mean, it may, Yeah, it makes sense why Ingram's not getting the touches or playing a significant role. Uh-huh. Ingram has always been kind of the player where I think he kind of has to warm up in the game. Like he's he he comes into action closer to the third fourth quarter yeah. of a game when he's feeling the energy. And I think what happens is with this Ravens team, he's not going to get the touches because J.K. Dobbins and, and them, are they're instantly hot when they come in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so he's not going to get the chance later on. They're going to keep staying with who's hot. Um, Baker Mayfield, though, is who I really want to talk about. Definitely. Really good game from him, man. Really good game. Mm-hmm. But just not enough to win it. No. So I'm not going to say he's trash. I'm past that. A little bit, a little bit of respect. Are we, are we drinking the Kool Aid a little bit? He has, he has a little bit of respect, but he's still inconsistent. Yeah, until, well, I'll definitely give you that. He's inconsistent until he proves to me that no matter what, he's a solid guy mm-hmm. to have in this game. And he was a solid guy to have in this game. But they could have won this game. The Browns should have won this yeah, game. Lamar really went The defense out, crumbled dude. at the end. I mean, they did. And Baker did enough to get him back into mm-hmm. it where they that they catch had to by Kareem, the effort by Kareem Hunt on that tying touchdown. Yeah. That was something, man. To catch it, it was like it was almost like it was a little dig route. And he caught it and he made a move and he dove to the pylon. I didn't think at live, I didn't think he was in. And that was about twenty two yards. Mm-hmm. And Baker had to drop pretty far. Yeah. Um with a minute left. See, my dad was teaching me how to play poker last night as one does. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me and my dad, David, were playing. We're playing poker super late at night. It's like I think it was like eleven o'clock, right at this point, or it was pretty late. The game was the game was on pretty late. Mm-hmm. And my dad's like, okay, he's checking his fantasy team, obviously, and he's like, um, I don't know. He was just he was just looking at who was in, mm-hmm. and um, he's like, man, the 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 Ravens are up, uh, forty two thirty five. Then all of a sudden, I'm hearing about it. We we had it on in the living room with the sound muted, so we go out there, and that's when I like I, I like start really watching. And that play was like, man. And then who was it? Justin Tucker, man. Justin Tucker, fifty five yarder for the win, dude. He's insane. the most behind behind Grader. I'm gonna say Justin Tucker's my second favorite kicker of all time. Hanson's up there, but he was built before my time. Vinatieri, you got to talk about Gostowski, but Justin Tucker is so accurate, man. If if I wanted any kicker to kick the final field goal of a game, I'm putting Justin Tucker or Matt Prater, man. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I don't really, tr- I don't even trust Vinatieri. Because I would no. He's Vinatieri. been doing on the Titans. Yeah. Maybe old Vinatieri, man, like prime Vinatieri. If if kickers even have primes. I mean, they do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, every player. I mean, that's like trying to say if an offensive lineman has his, uh, you know, prime. Does, doesn't. I mean, <laughs> Trent Williams definitely had a prime. Remember when he was, like, knocking people? Trent Williams, I remember I used to hear about him all the time in the Washington football. The, Washington, the WFT, as everybody calls him. Yeah. you got to be careful the way you say that. 
Yeah, you gotta. You can't say W. Uh, yeah, you can't. Man. You can't mix them. Uh, them T's and them F's. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, man, that would be horrible. What if? What if you were like writing a newspaper, right? And you were like in Washington. You're talking about the team, and you're like, you put WTF instead of WFT, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, and it gets printed everywhere. Like that's like the type of mistake. Like that's really hard to notice. Uh huh. But I, uh, I know you got a lot to talk about on this game, so why don't you just go ahead and unload the thoughts? Well, first, you know, I want to send a GG out to Logan. Uh, I was 4-9 and nine in fantasy this year. I snuck in in the last week of the season. We went up against each other. He was the one seed. Uh, he had broke to me that he had lost now two years in a row as the one seed. Thank you, Nick Chubb. Wow. 82 yards and two touchdowns. That really helped me out. I mean, Mayfield, 343, two touchdowns. He had a good game. He was just yeah. – the yards and the touchdowns were good. He just had trouble in the second half, especially when they were behind, of hitting his receivers. For real. It's and I think that's what – and that's what cost him the game, I really think. Hollywood Brown just saved the Ravens' season, I think, with that fourth down. I mean, yeah, the wherewithal to, you know, to run trash. your route and then run around basically, you know, for lack of a better term, like an idiot, to try to get open – and then to get open, find space, Lamar throws a dime to Hollywood, and Hollywood goes untouched. Perfect. It was a perfect play. Lamar had one of those vintage kind of Michael Vick games, I think. He had 163 yeah. yards with that tying – or the go-ahead touchdown at the time with about two minutes to go. And then nine carries, 24, 124, and two scores on the ground. So he kind of had his, you know, Michael Vick kind of game. He had 100 pass, 100 rush. Yeah. I just, it was a really good game. Like I mentioned at the start of the podcast, I mean, I was really confused about what happened with Lamar Jackson. <laughs> but I guess, you know, the more I heard about it, the more I understand now. You know, <laughs> prayers up to Trace McSorley after uh, tearing that ACL. It's a tough injury to come, by, uh, come back from. Kareem Hunt, six catches, 77 yards with that tying touchdown. What an effort, as I mentioned earlier. And Justin Tucker in Monday Night Football, man. I just, the correlation of that just is amazing. I'll never yeah. forget that one. It was like a 58-yarder that he hit against the Lions on Monday Night Football at Ford Field. What was that? Like 20, probably 14, 2015? A while. That was insane, man. He's a clutch kicker. For real. But uh, Ravens move, I believe, to now 8-6 and six on the season. And yeah. I believe they snuck 8-5. No, 8-5. Eight and, eight and, eight and, and they got a wild card spot now, too, because they're only a game behind the Browns. Yeah. That was just, you know, game of the year, I think. Uh Let's move on to the Thursday night game. We'll go back to the top of the list here. The Rams 24 and the Patriots 3. I really didn't expect this game to be that much of a blowout. Jared Goff, 137 yards, a touchdown and an interception with a rushing touchdown. But the star of the show really was Cam Akers, rookie out of Florida State, 29 carries for 171 yards. Cam Newton, man, I'm I'm really starting to think this is going to be the end for Cam Newton. Yeah, 119 yards in the interception. He only had 16 rushing yards, and he was benched in the fourth quarter for Jared Stidham. Damian Harris, probably the bright spot for the Patriots. He only had 50 yards on 11 carries, and it was a very good game played by the Rams' defense. That interception that came through was a pick six, too. Yeah. Um, and 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 really, the receiver could have could have tackled, mm-hmm. I think, on that. But um, yeah, like you mentioned, Cam Akers. I didn't realize this, and I at first I didn't want to mention this because it feels like one of those things that that he probably got picked on for. He looked really small out there. I know like he looks. He is he's a skinny type dude, a skinny type back. He's he's really fast, and um, I was really impressed with him. And he's kind of now cemented probably that first that number one spot. I think. Mm-hmm. 
um, because it, it's been up for Malcolm Brown and they've they've had other guys try and take it. Um, but I think Cam Akers is going to be the guy there, at least for the end of the year. And the Rams, the Rams looked very good. Um, and the Rams are a lot better than I thought they were going to be this year. Mm-hmm. When we were watching Hard Knocks, I just assumed that like it just gave me those Jeff Fisher vibes when the Rams were Mister Eight and Eight. Yeah, and it and it gave me like the vibe. Like it felt like I was playing Madden Ten on my PSP, and the Rams were the worst team on the game. But you never it can, felt like Sam Bradford. You never can doubt Sean McVay though. No matter how you bad the team is, at, you never can doubt him. I mean. It's his scheme. It's his offensive scheme. The way he spreads the field is insane. Um, I do want to say one more thing about that uh, Ravens game. Uh, just to, you know, Dylan, we owe you some props, man. When we did the draft review, you said, you mentioned the guy. You said Donovan Peoples-Jones was going to be good, and you hated to say it because he's from Michigan, and, and he's from Michigan U- University, and, and we know how you feel about that as a state mm-hmm. fan. But you said, mark my words, He's going to be a good, a good, really good player for this Browns team. Maybe be the third guy with Odell. Well, I'll say only really, he's become the second. only the reason because of Odell. I mean, yeah. he had a couple decent games before Odell went down, but really the impact of him has gone up since Odell's yeah. injury. Since Odell. And, and so we got to give you props for just noticing that he had the potential mm-hmm. um, to even be anywhere near that. But the Patriots Rams was not even close. No. <laughs> Horrible. It gave me it gave me the exact vibes of the Super Bowl, but it was like why it was the other way around. Reverse. Yeah, it was like stupid. At least the Rams scored more points like than thirteen. True, true. It, it was it was really boring. It was. I watched. Um, moving on to a game that surprised me, and I wish I didn't have to talk about it in this way. Lions twenty four, Packers thirty one. Honestly, the offense looked so good. It did. But you know, I've heard the that first that drive they marched right down the field. I thought. Dude, so you're saying cra- there's a chance. Crazy good. <laughs> Dude, they that that drive looks good, good, man. That first drive. But now I hear Stafford's not doing so mm-hmm. good. Um, something going on with his ribs. Yeah. I think they said a cartilage. Yeah, I don't think I don't like think that. he's playing the rest of the season, to be honest. With you. I, mean, I don't I honestly don't think uh either. And that's sad because depending I want to keep Stafford. Mm-hmm. Uh I really do. Um and the more I would hear people talk about, I mean, the trade makes sense because he's coming to the end and drafting a young guy. But, man, I would love to keep Stafford just a little. I longer. know, maybe another year. But, I mean, you yeah. can't do that for his whole the rest of his career. I mean, he deserves it, man. He's gone through a lot of pain as a Lions player. You know, he deserves to go to a contender and, you know, feel what winning, you know, feels like. For real. And and, and you see – um. The toughness mm-hmm. of him. Uh, oh, his rookie if they would have came out, if they would have gotten that onside kick, I think he would have come back out. I really do. He would have. He would have been on the field. Um, and the thing is, like ever since that Browns game where he literally dislocated mm-hmm. his shoulder, his rookie yep. year, and they had to cut that jersey off. That's when I knew Stafford was a special guy. Definitely. And before Mahomes. Stafford was doing the no mm-hmm. looks, and before Mahomes, the sidearm pass, sidearm. Yeah. He was. Everyone made fun of him for the sidearm, and we praised Mahomes for it. No shade to Mahomes, mm-hmm. but Stafford has never, ever, ever, ever gotten the recognition he deserves. Mm-hmm. And if he was going to be traded, you're, you're right. It should be to a contender where he wins. It's a little selfish to keep him, I know, but if we could just, if we would have kept Caldwell, man, I know. 
He was so unjustly fired. But Rodgers, man, he's got <laughs> – hate to say it, but after Mahomes' three interceptions, Rodgers is the Oh, MVP. 100% agree with you on that. And I hate 42 it. 42 touchdowns I hate to five so interceptions much. or something like that. Dude, crazy. It's it's. I hate to say it, but Rodgers is having a career year mm-hmm. um, in, in terms of that differential between – uh, touchdowns and interceptions, man. He's 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 gonna be the MVP. And and Devonte Adams, I can attribute to the real reason because his route running. I'm sorry, Rodgers is a really good quarterback, still elite quarterback, top five quarterback, top two quarterback probably right mm-hmm. now. But if he did not have Devonte Adams to run those good of routes, he would not be at that point. At, at, at the duration his career has been, he should be declining. And I think the reason we really haven't seen it is because of how well Devontae Adams will run around. We've seen the difference of when Adams is not out there. Scantling is all right. You've got a guy like Robert Tanyan now who he didn't really have last year. He wasn't prominent last year. But last year when they came to us and they had, like, no receivers and they still won because of the refs, Yep. Um, you saw the impact of not having a Devontae mm-hmm. Adams just because of the turf toe. And um, Devontae Adams made a, made us look silly. There was the one play against a Warrior. Oh, where he like, burned a Warrior, like, where he caught it and just, like, ran dude, 20 yards. Yes, literally walked. He walked. He walked, bro. He literally, like, untouched. I have a love-hate like, relationship why? with Amari or Warrior because he can look good for, like, three plays, and then he can look like he did on Thanksgiving, and then he can look like he did against the Packers. Horrible. Dude, for real. <laughs> He, it's 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 it makes no sense, dude. It's it's like the Baker Mayfield of mm-hmm. corners. True, true. That's a good point to make. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Like I I I can say I'm not a Baker Mayfield guy, but I've seen Baker Mayfield make plays, and I'm like that. Wow, this is why he deserves to be in the NFL starting, mm-hmm. starting in the NFL, because um, like. There's been plays like that. But then there's the plays where he misses a guy straight across. And that's like what Awarie did. He's made some really good plays that I've been impressed with. And like, okay, I want to see this guy develop because he could be like a, a good two or three. Mm-hmm. Bro, he that play was like like Baker's Baker's throw, yeah. bro. Baker's missed wide open pass. That that's that's what it was like. Devonte Adams literally jogged in. Like it, it, I remember watching it live, and I, I I looked at my dad. I'm like, he just made him look so silly. Yep. But the one thing, man, it did. Pretty good. I mean, and now Stafford's hurting. Yeah, Chase tough. Chase Daniel. I mean, let's or see what he can do. Chicago Bear. We we've had some pretty bad quarterbacks, and Chase Daniel is nowhere nah. near that. There's a opinion. reason they paid him He's ten million dollars. <laughs> Yeah, he's a really good backup, I will say. Um, just like compared to the guys we've had, Dan Orvlovsky, oh like Man. John. Kinko, I hear him on ESPN, and he's so critical of Matthew Stafford. And every time I hear him say, I just scream out loud, "You ran out of the back of the end zone." Yeah, season, you have no room to talk. Literally Literally ran out of the back of the end zone against the Vikings because you do. Yes. Who does he think he's fooling? Like. I, I never understood why he's on the talk show because he literally made probably that's probably the worst quarterback play of mm-hmm, all time. Definitely. Like like when uh, there's two plays that come to mind and I hate to do this but the butt fumble. The fumble. Yep. Mark Sanchez was good. Mark Sanchez was really good those couple seasons. Rex Ryan <laughs> took him to the AFC Championship, but that that play and the walking on the back of the end zone are two of the biggest flukes. Uh-huh. Um. 
Do you remember Sean Hill, man? He just came. Yeah, Sean mind. Hill. Sean yeah, Hill, he's our back for a while. Hill. He was pretty he was good. good. Number fourteen for the Lions. I remember Hail Mary that he threw against impressive. Tennessee once. To buy the game. Yeah, he yeah. was. He wasn't that bad. I I just get nostalgia from like my childhood Thanksgivings of him being the backup. I remember a childhood Thanksgiving where Matt Flynn had to play uh, for uh, right the Packers. Yeah, versus. yeah. We and Sean Hill had week to come 17, in. Seventeen. Yeah. But a lot of nostalgia, man. Kellen uh, Moore. In, 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 in these. Bro, Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore was good at uh, what, Boise. Where was he at? Boise yeah. State. He now he's the offensive there. coordinator for the Cowboys. Well, that got hurt, so it wasn't coordinated. No, it wasn't. <laughs> but um, the thing that frustrated me this whole game was two things. I know we haven't had a run run game. I know in, you know, forever it feels like, ever since Barry Sanders, you know, abruptly retired. Yeah. But I thought this was going to be the year with Carry On, with Swift, and with Peterson. We got we got Swift back. He had a good game. Peterson had a decent game, but only fifty one rushing yards. Yeah, and then the yardage. Go ahead. The rushing yardage was low, and I did not when Carry On when they gave him the ball for that second that other rushing touchdown mm-hmm. that we got. I was like, bro, he didn't even deserve it. Like he's been awful. I was like, oh, we're just going to throw you in to get the stat, you know. <laughs> Yeah, and that's what made uh-huh. me mad too. I wish they would have given it to Swift or at least AP. Yeah, and then the other thing was the ability to not be able to stop Green Bay on first down. First down, I, I, I was literally in the car. I went and got some carrying food for dinner Sunday night, and I listened to probably about yeah. half of the third quarter you know, on the radio, and it was yeah. you know Aaron Jones runs for seven yards, and then. Rodgers throws to Adams for eight yards, and then Aaron Jones gets seven yards, and then nine yards. And it's like, no wonder we couldn't get any stops on defense when our poor defense has to go to from first and ten to second and two. It's very hard to get two stops in under two yards unless you are forcing incomplete passes. Dude, I swear. And 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 it's like we were letting them on first down. Do whatever like they want, basically. Yeah, they bro, they could make the randomest plays and like we were we were giving so much mm-hmm. space for some reason. And that's just, you know, so frustrating because if you turn around second and seven, you know, that's a little bit more manageable. And then the the two times in the third quarter where we got hold they got holding penalties. And that throw that Rogers made on third and fourteen on that long drive to start the third quarter. Like put some pressure on the guy and we can get off the field and that changes the game, I think completely changes the game the fact that we just have no defense makes no sense because that's what patricia was supposed to build defensive guru at his finest yeah he's horrible man and we did have a segment last week right if you missed it you can go back and check it out um it was a pretty fun segment to do yeah very detailed if you want to just listen to that i'd say just go go ahead yeah like the last half of last week episode we're gonna move Um, on here to the chiefs and dolphins yes uh, Mahomes three three ints man that's that's I what called that. Um, Hill also had two total yeah. TDs though he's been he's been that forty two yard rush underrated. touchdown was pretty impressive. That was sweet. The the reverse the way they mm-hmm. did it looked like he was gonna block. That was sweet, and he he really showed off his quickness. Also, Tua looked good. He did throw a pick, but three hundred sixteen yards, two touchdowns. Um, and he um. He was mm-hmm. dotting guys. He the only thing that right? hurt him was they tried a couple deep passes, and it wasn't on him. It was on his receivers. They just couldn't squeeze it. 
Yeah. And if he would have hit one or two of those, they probably could have won, I think. They they probably would have. But he did hit Gesicki mm-hmm. early on, right, for a touchdown. I was Gesicki's a very underrated tight end. I wish more people would talk about him. I think he's a yeah. top five. I agree. I'll be honest. You have Waller in that discussion. Kelsey's it's number Ke- one. It's Kelsey, Kelsey Kill- Kittle, one. Waller. Probably, I would say, I don't even know who I'd say after that. I would Gronk, say Gronk maybe top still top five, five and then Gesicki fifth. After the game Gronk had this 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 week, he caught a touchdown. He almost catch, but it yeah, it was a touchdown though. He almost spiked it into Tristan. Yes, West's I face. saw that. Um, no, but did you see? I was watching that uh, Bucks game, and uh, we're not going to talk about it. But there's one play I did want to talk about. Brady aired the Sc- ball the out. Scotty from the Miller logo. touchdown. That was insane. Yeah, from the logo, I think I Brady had that Brady kind of an arm, bro. Like Dude. I haven't ever seen Brady throw a pass like that. Like even yeah. in his early seasons, this was probably the best Brady throw I've seen. And then, you uh, know, we we can't talk of we can't mention that game without mentioning Dan Bailey and his uh, kicking issues. Four yeah. missed kicks. <laughs> I'm surprised, Alex. He still has a job, dude. He shouldn't. He, he missed four. It's not like it's not like Vinatieri. He he missed three in the opener mm-hmm. or some for the Titans, or eight, and then he. Takes the game winner. Yeah, yeah, I guess it's not like that where he he misses three and then he hits the game winner. So it's it's we can forgive mm-hmm. him. This bro, Dan Bailey missed four. Yeah, an extra point. He should be gone. And one of them was like a thirty-five yard field goal too. Was it like he missed three fifty yards? It was almost a chip shot. I mean, the extra point's not a chip shot anymore, but yeah, but it was pretty much easy, man. Definitely. Um, that that game was good, and like I said, I saw Brady airing the ball out. Um, Mahomes, he did. I don't want to say it one of them really. One of the three wasn't fault. his fault. It was just yeah. a little overthrown, but the other ones were just nice plays by the Dolphins secondary. I, I think I'm gonna make a prediction and say this game humbles Mahomes a little bit. He tried some Madden type mm-hmm. plays. We saw him scramble back and get 30, a 30 yard, yard sack. sack. That was insane. Dude, it's like I, I, I no shade to Mahomes. He's still the top quarterback mm-hmm. in the league. Um, but this game was almost like he was too confident, or 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 he wasn't awake or yeah. something. Because this didn't look exactly like the Mahomes I'm used no, to. Definitely. This looked more like Mahomes showed up and he's he's just kind of. I don't know today. what it is about the Kansas City Chiefs in the state of Florida in comebacks. I don't understand. They did get this comeback. Yeah, I was in the which, same. I don't which, know. Does that does that stadium in Miami just like haunt them? Maybe. Probably. I dude. mean, they obviously had the miraculous, not miraculous comeback in the Super Bowl, but the nice comeback in the Super Bowl, and then this game as well. Crazy. I don't know. Just and then the they played well in Tampa, but they almost blew that lead too. It's just something in the state of Florida with the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, it always comes down to the end, man. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, and we talked about Baker. The reason Mahomes is talked about as the best and Baker isn't, Mahomes wins this mm-hmm. game. Baker doesn't. I agree. It's hard fought. If 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 Baker throws three picks and two TDs, they're not winning. If Baker doesn't throw three INTs, if Baker throws 300 like he did, they're not winning. Mahomes is mm-hmm. winning it. He's going to find a way to get it. He's gonna I think that's more it. on the defenses because Kansas City's defense is better than it was last year. And For Cleveland's sure. defense, I mean, basically, I think the only name I probably could say is Miles Garrett on that team. Brain yeah. damage yeah. to Mason Sorry, Rudolph. Sorry, Mason Rudolph, yeah. 
Dude, where is he at? Is he I think he's up? the backup still in Pittsburgh, if I'm not mistaken. Didn't he didn't he have to play for a little bit? Yeah, he had to play for a couple plays. He didn't he hasn't had to start a game, but I think, yeah. yeah. I think Ben hurt his ankle or shoulder or something. He had to go get it checked out. And I think Rudolph's thrown maybe three or four passes this year. I'm gonna look him up real quick while you go All ahead right. and we're gonna continue on with the Bills and Steelers. While we're on sure, the man. topic of the backup quarterback, Mason Rudolph. Quite a low-scoring defensive battle. I mean, I think it was like 9-7 to seven at the half. Josh Allen, 238, two touchdowns, one interception. He's another kind of Baker Mayfield type where he has inconsistent games in prime time. Stephon Diggs, that dude went off. 10 catches, 130 yards, and a touchdown. Big Ben struggled a little bit, 187 yards, two touchdowns, two picks. They really just couldn't run the ball against that Bills defense. Uh, James Conner only had 10 carries on 18 yards in his first game back, I believe, from the COVID list. And uh, I don't believe that uh, Juju Smith-Schuster should have danced on the um, Bills logo pregame. I, I don't oh, think dude. he should have done that. I think that maybe he made the Bills a little bit mad. And uh, the Bills, yeah. people may be talking bad about him. I think they're legit. I really think they can make some noise in this AFC playoffs. I think so, too. And until this game, I thought the Browns were going to be that team that was going to make the noise mm-hmm. and shut people up. Because before this game, I just saw with the Ravens-Browns, I would have told you, I think the Browns have a chance with anyone but the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Based on, like, Steelers, Colts, those teams. But, like, Titans, the Browns obviously win. But uh, now I think I think you're right. I think the sneaky team to watch is the Bills. And I say sneaky, but... They are leading that division, and they have been good all pretty much all year. They've had a few missteps. Um, obviously, they lost to DeAndre Hopkins. They didn't lose to the Cardinals. They lost. To yeah, Hopkins. right. Very true. Um, yeah, it just sucks <laughs> they, that twenty twenty. You can't have fans in the seats because the Bills, with them winning the division, that's a home playoff game. Yeah, that for real. Place, that's a huge that advantage. Would have been unbelievable. It would have been packed, dude. Um, this is the moment Bills fans have been waiting for mm-hmm. for so long. This is the moment Lions fans dream of, but we probably will never ever get. Um, <laughs> At this rate, yeah. A good <laughs> At this season. rate, yeah, never. Yeah, for real, dude. Like this is like our ninth rebuild in, in ten years in my lifetime. <laughs> yeah, like what we're 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 literally <laughs> rebuilding and every rebuilding year. the rebuild. And then yeah, dude. <laughs> literally, bro, we literally are. Um, going back to the Steelers Bills game though, my notes literally just say Juju Smith TikTok clown. <laughs> like, bro, what is he doing, bro? What is what are you doing, bro? Yep. Like, I I, I don't understand. I understand. Okay, when, when Tio did that, yeah. When he went to the in, during the game, sets the ball down on a fourteen. You understand? Uh-huh. He's mad. He's on the forty nine. He's mad. Back in the day, it was 49ers Cowboys. I'm talking the Montana era, the the, the old era. Was, Those yeah, were the was, maybe right? Joe Montana was still there. I'm not sure. I'm not even sure. But before, there. way after, T.O. was later. But you understand the rivalry between Cowboys mm-hmm. and 49ers. So when the Cowboys no longer need T.O. and he, he went to the 49ers, mm-hmm. right? And, and, he, and he sets that down on there. You understand the drama with Juju doing these TikTok dances. He had no reason. He looks lazy. He's not stretching. He's not catching the ball. He's he, bro. He's hitting the wall. Yeah. Like what? What is he doing, dude? What is he doing, bro? I don't understand. And then Claypool, like, say what you want about him. He, I saw the stat. It was funny. It was, it was on TikTok. I saw the stat, and it was, it was, uh, receptions for Claypool this year fifty. TikToks made fifty one. <laughs> 
and and it's true, man. These guys have become concerned with the TikTok fame, and I think it's 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 affecting what the players. Deontay sure. Johnson. I mean, he dropped like what three passes, dude. I, he was just having an off night. I think it was just an off night. But here's the thing. The Steelers were never good as their record, and everyone knew that. Everyone said that. When everyone's saying it, it's true, yep. man. That's not true in all mm-hmm. cases. But when it comes down to this, it's not like I didn't hear anybody saying. And I obviously we don't live around a lot of Steelers fans, but I, I didn't hear anybody like, no, nah, man, we are as good as the record. They were like, okay, we I mean, might not be as good as the it, record, I mean, but we're still they good. They played Saquon Bar- or they played Daniel Jones week one. They play. They yeah. avoided Drew Locke, I believe, week two because he got hurt in like the first quarter. They played the practice yeah. squad of the Ravens once. The refs bailed them out against Tennessee, and then in the first Baltimore game, they almost lost to the. Yeah. Um, didn't they almost lose to the Jet? No, dude, they almost lost to like. They almost lost to Dallas, Jets, like- and Dallas was on their third string quarterback. It's just that they shouldn't be eleven and two. They should be like seven and six. Dude, they literally are are they low key should be fighting for a playoff spot. Browns Browns should be leading and Ravens should be in because Steelers are so much mm-hmm. worse than 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 the Ravens in my mind. And and they they the Browns are better so, than them, bro. I know Baker's inconsistent, but the Browns are better than their offense. Juju like, bro, he does too much dancing now. Like you see the difference. Diggs Monster mm-hmm. game, crazy game. If Diggs wasn't in the game, it's a whole new game. If Juju wasn't in the game, low key, their fourth or fifth receiver could have played the same as Juju. Probably. I, I, it's like okay, I like a few years ago, and obviously he got like, didn't he? He laid a hit on somebody or someone. Laid yeah, it was in the Cincinnati. It was the same up. game that Shazier got um almost paralyzed. Yeah, it it, it was a crazy game. And 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 Juju Lang that hit them, perfect, maybe that it? gave him some CTE. Yeah, I think, and I think maybe that gave him. You think CTE Juju now. and AB both have CTE now? I I bro, yeah, he's got it, bro, because he's too worried about these TikToks, <laughs> man. Um, but you, I mean, you you even called it before, like, um, before their perfect season was destroyed the week before. You said that if one team's gonna knock this off, it would be the Bills. And and you convinced me that week. I was like, yeah, you're right. I thought based on the their record, they were gonna have a chance at fifteen and one. They're gonna be fourteen and two for no reason, bro. I think they're gonna win out the last two because the last two are easy for them. Right? Who are they playing? I haven't even looked at their schedule. I I, I gotta look. I'm gonna Hang look on, it up you. right now. I looked up Mason Rudolph, and the second um picture was him getting hit and with a helmet. <laughs> Like, <laughs> they like got the Bengals the, Monday dude, night. They so have the Colts hard. and then the Browns. So they'll win maybe they're, one. Okay. I think they'll win one, maybe two if they're lucky. I they're oh they'll beat the Bengals for sure. If they lose to the Bengals, that will last so, so it, hard. It comes down to it comes down to Colts and Browns, but I think the Colts have a good chance uh-huh. to beat them. So honestly, I think they're gonna finish thirteen yeah. and three. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Looking at it beforehand, I thought they had a chance at a fifteen mm-hmm. and one. I never thought they were going to be perfect. Um, I I just couldn't see it no, based on that not. team. Now, I mean, moving forward from that, I, I I don't really know what to say other than you're right. Bills, man, watch out for them. They're going to be dangerous. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, that will bring us to the end of our Week 14 review. Moving on now to a Week 15 preview. Uh, we have our Thursday Ugh, football not, game. Not too good. Um, not too good. Not No, not at all. I'm going to uh, watch it. Eh, I will watch maybe just to see Herbert. Uh, That's about it, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, he has been a little inconsistent the last mm-hmm. few games. Um, but he's still he's still really good. And he's going to develop into a, one of the greatest quarterbacks in the league, like young-wise. Um in the next couple of years, we're going to see him. Um, it took we, – we remember, Lamar did play like his and rookie very year at the too. end of the season. <laughs> and he played he, – he was he was he was running the ball and throwing nine-yard slants. That yep. was it. Three years later, Lamar just had the greatest uh, game yeah. of the year. We, I think Herbert's going to be the same way. I think Herbert – he's he got thrown If Herbert in was on a better Rodman team, though. he would be a better quarterback, I think. Yeah, and that sucks to say too because the wide receivers they mm-hmm. have, are and it's really not good. the wide receivers; it's, it's the defense. Line. I think yeah, the defense is just yeah, inconsistent. It's that, for real, it's and then the, the trade the of Desmond King was like, just absolutely stupid. I thought it was. stupid made no sense, dude. Awful. Um, Anthony Lynn, what's going on? Man? Did you see them run the ball on third and one with ten seconds left against Atlanta with no timeouts? No, from the fifteen yard line, so they ran the ball. Herbert got up to the line on third down to try to spike it, and they were all confused about the clock and everything. They tried to run the field goal team out there, and it went horribly wrong. They didn't even get the kickoff. And that was the uh, choke bowl, the Falcons and the Chargers. Dude. Somebody had to win it, and the Chargers won on a last-second field goal. After Justin Herbert had thrown an interception with 50 seconds left, the next play, Matt Ryan throws one. (laughs) And the Chargers go about 30 yards down the field and win it on a 40-yard field goal at the buzzer. Make dude, it makes no yeah. sense. I, 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 I wish, dude, the Falcons should no, not be that bad, man. But I think the Raiders are gonna uh, win this game easily for sure. They're a way better team, and I say way better, and it's not saying the Raiders are good. It's or the Chargers great. are just they bad. are pretty. They're pretty good. Yeah, Chargers just man. You're right. Now San Aguilar is gonna go off. You yes, sir. That in the notes, I, uh, I yeah, that touchdown against that the Colts. One, Dude, he balls in the in mm-hmm. the prime time, man. He does ball. Um, I'm I'm I am excited for this divisional matchup. I'm excited to see these jerseys, man. I love I love when they I, I love the new Raiders oh, it's stadium. Beautiful. Uh, it's gonna be sweet to see them in their dark jerseys and and the Chargers new away jerseys, home jerseys. The away ones the dark look blue really ones. good. A royal blue yeah, over just, there. All their dude, every single jersey they they added this year. Have they worn every combo this year? I haven't even noticed. I, I think so. Out of so out of all the new jerseys that happened this year, when we talked about them, the Falcons was Mm -hmm. my favorite. And I'm gonna redact everything I said. I even I think I liked the Patriots or thought it was okay. I don't really like the Patriots new one. Um, I I've the Jets didn't get the new one last year, year. but the jerseys. Yeah, the jerseys the Jets got last year are awful. That that green is just. Yeah. Horrible. It doesn't no, even match doesn't. the helmet screen. It's like it's wrong, dude. But the the two jerseys that I really like are the Chargers and mm-hmm. the Browns jerseys. The Browns returning color to their rush like early two thousands yeah. look. Yeah, and they're and they're and they're like early two thousands kind of look. They had the one where Chubb was last week. Those were like the kind mm-hmm. of retro those were nice. looking I like ones. Those ones. Chubb looks sweet in those, dude. Um, 
Yeah, so the Browns and, and the Chargers really up to the Jersey game. I'd say the worst one's got to be the Rams for me. I mean, the Rams still. one's kind of grown on me a little bit, actually. I I, I just don't The way like uniforms it, are off, like... but the home ones are, are nice. Yeah, that's what I – the home ones are nice, yeah. I will agree. The home ones, um, Cam Akers looks pretty sweet in it. Um, they they Jalen Ramsey looks sweet in that uh, jersey. But yeah, the 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 away Rams jerseys are the worst mm-hmm. jerseys in the league, and 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 I mean that like completely because I it's like if the, if they literally put any if they just made it white and not that weird color it might have been better but I don't know True. I can't get it out of my brain. Uh, but Raiders are gonna take this. Moving on to our one o'clock game for the Lions, uh, man. Playing, playing the Titans, man. Derrick Henry, three hundred yards. Uh, all I. All yeah, all I say is, uh, Derrick Henry is probably yeah. gonna have a career day. Probably his best. Yeah, two fifteen against the Jaguars. Game. What's he gonna do against the Lions? Yeah, dude, yeah. three hundred man. He might break the single season, single game rushing yeah. record. I can like, see it happening. Yardage wise, and, and it's gonna be against the Lions because it always happens to yeah. the Lions. Man. I got the score thirty four to fourteen. Henry's gonna have you know two two fifty with two touchdowns. Chase Daniels gonna struggle in his first start in a few years. Uh, Marvin Jones is gonna get a touchdown. I see Peterson getting about forty to fifty yards with a touchdown, but I mean it's just gonna be too much Titans. For sure, I um I almost don't want to say this, but um I I think Stafford may be done mm-hmm. after this year. We talked about it earlier, but I the closer we're getting to the end of the season, I think that could have been that his last be. game. If his ribs are done, I think we'll trade him. I can see him. it happening, yeah. Especially with the injury, because now he's back injury, end of mm-hmm. the season last year. Ribs this year, if he doesn't end up playing out and if he wants to go, I just really just – it really just kind of sunk in just then that Stafford might have played that last game, and it, it, it was it was a really good game against the Packers. Um, Sucks we had to lose it. But, yeah, dude. Um, Titans big. Derrick Henry's going to be the – yeah, it, it it's gonna be a blowout. It will not be close. If Stafford plays, though, I could see us compete. It, I wouldn't say we're gonna win. They haven't ruled them out. No, yeah, we could compete because we could spread it. The problem is gonna be Derrick Henry. And with we the rib injury, Derek you're just gonna be worried about him getting stop. hit. So probably won't be throwing yeah. much. Is AJ Brown? Yeah, AJ Brown, Brown was. Right? Did you see him out there in a Julio yeah. jersey okay. during warmups last week? That was cool. Yeah, that was cool. He's gonna he's gonna yeah. go off against us too. Our corners, Our corners are awful, trash. especially with Okuda, which, I mean, he wasn't great, but he was at least a little consistent with him having groin surgery and being yeah. out for the season. Now we have to rely on a guy uh, like Amario Warrior. Uh, Daryl Roberts got injured last Sunday, so Mike Ford, a special team guy, had to play corner. And, yeah, the the Packers have Devontae Adams, but the Titans have A.J. Brown and Corey Davis and Jonathan Smith. So yeah. it's going to be a little harder this week. It's, it's going to be a lot harder this week. Um, moving on to what game of the could week, be a really good game. Let's not say game yeah, of the year game yet, because I mean least. it is Mahomes versus Taysom Hill, not Mahomes versus Breeze. Yeah, hoping we get a I rematch really of this in uh, Tampa February with uh, Drew Hopefully, Brees playing man. instead of Taysom Hill, though. I do not want to see no, the Packers I don't in the Super Bowl. Please, I just want to see Green Bay lose some like cheap game that they're supposed to win. And maybe New Orleans go beat Kansas City so they can get the one seed. Because if Green Bay has to play, you know, three games 
at Lambeau instead of two, it's over. Yeah, for sure. Um, this 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 is gonna be a fun one. Taysom Hill struggled a little bit. He did mm-hmm. throw up. He definitely that was his first struggles, season. I think, as a starting quarterback. And we were waiting to see for how sure. he was gonna do from behind, and he did all right. But I mean, the Eagles just the Eagles were dominant. I mean, Jalen Hurts had an amazing game. And they'll get to see some more of that with Patrick Mahomes this week. I see the Chiefs taking this game 35-24. Mahomes is going to return to his normal form, 385, four touchdowns. I do see him throwing another interception, though. Kelsey and Tyreek Hill are going to get both touch or all four touchdowns. They're each going to get two. Taysom Hill, 215 pass, 50 rushing yards, but he's going to make some turnovers, especially late in the game. That's going to get the Chiefs back in it. They're going to have that typical statement drive like they did in Miami last week. I see Kamara getting his like he does every week, and the Chiefs are going to be closer to getting a bye passing Pittsburgh. Everybody thought, you know, Pittsburgh was almost a lock for that bye, but I think Kansas City is going to take it now with a big win on the road. Uh, Kansas City is going to get the bye, man, no question. Um, everyone did assume Pittsburgh had it in the bag, but no, nah, it's KC. You can never count KC out. Um, Mahomes is going to bounce back uh from that three interception game and he's 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 gonna show why he's the best quarterback in the league man um i think that uh Taysom hill's gonna rely a lot on the on the run uh we could see a lot of spread um he has a really good younger and underrated receiving core there was a couple guys um who who, who stepped up um when Michael Thomas was out yep the Traquan Smith impressed me. There was another guy. Can't think of his name off the top of my head, but I mean, they got Emmanuel Sanders guys. still. I think I I think some of these shiftier guys are gonna be more prominent than than Michael Thomas. I don't think I don't think we're gonna really have any mm-hmm. huge plays like that. Kamara is gonna is 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 gonna go crazy. Um he's probably gonna be what mm-hmm. is the main thing because I, I just don't see Taysom Hill you know. I just don't see him in the role of that quarterback. Do you think if Taysom Hill plays horribly, we could see I could Janice see it, Winston yeah. come in? Um, I think you got to give him a shot. I don't think you can count him out. I think there's teams that would still love to have Jameis mm-hmm. Winston on their team. Um, I could think of the Patriots. I just don't want him to be a Lions quarterback. That's all I care. <laughs> if no, Jameis Winston bro, was the Lions starting Lions quarterback Lions. 2021 week one, I would not watch. Dude, no, I would not either, bro. I would have no faith. Like, dude, I might as well just go turn on like old Lions games from like. Yeah, I would rather watch no Dan Orlowski tape than watch James Winston play. Yeah, Dan Orlowski <laughs> at the back of the end zone, dude. Um, but yeah, Chip's gonna take this. You know, uh, you did the, as the, our viewers don't know. I usually do the outlines. But I've been, you know, it's been it's been a busy week with finals and everything. Alex did the outline this week. I did not know until I got down to this portion when I was doing my notes that this was the Sunday night game. And I, I don't don't really understand yeah, why you, it's the Sunday night game. They flexed it. Awful, I think dude. Dallas it's was supposed awful. to be on the Sunday night game, but they're horrible. So they, I guess the matchup makes sense. The Giants are fighting for the NFC East, and the Browns are, you know, in a wild card spot right now. So I guess. I do see that you wrote about Odell, man. It would have been so nice to watch Odell play against his former team again. I mean, he balled yeah. out against the Giants last year on Monday Night Football. He always – dude, every time he goes to MetLife, when he played the Jets at MetLife, any times he's ever been to MetLife, he balls out. If he plays the Giants, he balls out. 
But I guess he's too busy getting. I don't know, man. He he. I guess he likes that, which is kind of weird. But hey, I mean, hey, hey he's, you gonna, he's gonna ask. He's gonna oh, ask Lamar. Oh. Lamar was taking a big poop. Lamar was taking a big poop during the game. Oh, so they I did mean, play the Browns when that happens. So, yeah. Maybe Odell yeah, was there. I mean, Who knows? And it, he probably was, man. Uh, yeah. I didn't see him on the side. Maybe been up in the box. You know, you never know. At that point, <laughs> yeah, you never know. Um. Dude, just not looking forward to the Browns game. are going to win Go this ahead easy. and uh, break it down. 28-10. Baker, 303 touchdowns. Juice Landry, 2. Kareem Hunt, 1. Jones, 175, 2 interceptions. I don't think he'll even play the whole game like he did last week. Obviously, Colt McCoy came in in the last three minutes in that blowout loss to the Cardinals. Browns are going to move to 10-4, and they are just so close to a playoff berth. While we're mentioning the Giants, the Cardinals' defense went crazy on them. Hassan Reddick. Five sacks, three TFLs, and two forced fumbles. fumbles. He would have been player spotlight for sure if we would have done it this week. Yeah, all the way. I I would have said my defensive player spotlight would have Chase Young had that scoop and score, and then his mom FaceTimed him uh, during the postgame interview. (laughs) Yeah, that was was definitely a highlight, but you're right. Uh, That Reddick, bro. He's got to be the player of the player of the week mm-hmm. if we were talking player spotlight. Uh, we we probably will have that segment back next week. It does depend. I'm not sure what the what what we're looking at next week. Um, but I think you're right, man. Brown's easy. Uh, Colt McCoy. We could see him come Dude, in. They should have started Colt McCoy against expected. the Cardinals. They probably could have won. Like Daniel Jones they just looks so bad. Had, uh, I still to this day he don't was, understand dude, why they drafted him. He's horrible. I don't understand why, dude. You know what? I don't understand. I don't understand why Giants exactly. like him. They're excited. This is your predecessor like, to Eli oh Manning, one of the greatest quarterbacks like, in franchise awful. history. So you replace him with some swear, bum dude. that go that went to college at a basketball school. Duke isn't even known for football. That's They're crazy. known for basketball. <laughs> It it, it 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 it's it's beyond me why they drafted. They should just Daniel try to take and maybe and get one of these quarterbacks really coming out this year and just get rid of Daniel Jones. Oh, I mean, no. I hold Daniel Jones on the same level that most people hold Josh Rosen. Yeah, Josh Rosen was Josh a number Rosen ten overall pick, more... and he's on his third team right now. Dude, Josh Rosen was awful. I remember his, his his senior season at UCLA. Early. Everybody thought, "Oh, he's going to be the first quarterback off the board." And I sat and watched him play, and I'm like, "Are you people stupid? He's not even that good." Dude, I don't even know where he is. To be honest now? with you, I know the Cardinals drafted him, and then they traded him to the Dolphins the next year, and then the Dolphins got yeah, cut him Dolphins or trade him. Good. I don't know where he is. Man, it was really, I think he. I think I saw a picture. Dude, I think he. I saw a picture of him with Tom Brady on I the Bucks or something, man. I'm... Let me see. All right, while Josh you're Rosen. trying to figure out where Josh Rosen is uh, in the league, we're gonna move on to our final game of the the week: Steelers Bengals. Yeah, he's currently. Oh, really? So he is backing up Brady then. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, but dude, he's so uh, awesome. classic. You know, AFC North rivalry. Every AFC North rivalry is classic if you think about it. I mean. It's basically in this time slot because of the rivalry. I seem it seems like they play at least one primetime game a year, I would say. It's gonna be ugly. I don't care how bad the Steelers have looked, the Bengals are just bad. It's gonna be 38-3. Big game for Big Ben bouncing back. 300 yards, three touchdowns. James Connor, 
85 yards and two scores. Brandon Allen, the quarterback that has replaced Joe Burrow, is going to have a horrible game. Three interceptions, 135 yards. Steeler defense, seven sacks. And they're going to keep up with the pace that Kansas City has set on Sunday afternoon with them beating New Orleans for the one seed in the AFC. The thing is, Josh Rosen, I just want to mention this real quick. He's not even on their active roster, so it goes Tom Brady, Blaine Gabbert, ah, good old Blaine Ryan Garrett. Griffin, or and Blaine then on the practice squad. I almost said Blaine yeah, Griffin. Yeah, Blaine. Let's combine the two, like, like you know, Prescott. <laughs> Dak is better Dak, than Prescott. Dak is better, than, Dak Prescott. Is better than Prescott moment. He's way... <laughs> Bro, we've had too many of those on this. But, um, I mean... Uh, I think you're right about this. I think James Conner is not getting mm-hmm. enough uh, recognition this year. He he He's very consistent. He's always around some type of scoring, or he, he has a decent game. He's never that guy to get 200 yards, 150 yards. He's not no. like that. He's not going to carry the whole team. He's a role He runs a lot he, like Le'Veon Bell. He fits Bell, his though. role. It's, simil- it's crazy oh, yeah, to watch sure. the similar it, similarities between them. They, they are – they whoever scouted for that team running play in their backyard. The University the of Pittsburgh actually plays their uh, their games at Heinz Field. He was already in their backyard, so wow. you know there were guys there watching. For sure, and just whoever scouts for that team running back wise has probably been the same because these guys look the same. Benny Snell is a different type of back there, but but like I said, Connor is a perfect role player. And um, he's developed into a really good, uh, solid running back, mm-hmm. especially to have in fantasy. Um, but uh, I, I, I would have loved to see this game for sure had Burrow not been injured. Just because Burrow Monday Night Football, man, I don't know what it is. Burrow is like a, I've never heard someone say mm-hmm. I don't. I mean, like look what he did Burrow. against Cleveland in his second start. His second NFL start was Thursday Night Football. He went out and threw like thirty-eight for sixty. I mean, rookies don't do that. I don't care if you're the number one pick. You don't do that in your second game in the NFL. For real. And that what they asked of him is insane, Definitely. and he met it. He met the expectation. Um, so much so that it got him hurt, and then we now have the meme of the Bengals offensive line. Oh, well, I mean, they kind of, it wasn't a meme. They actually did. I mean, they, were, they had a little scrap with the Dolphins. I know. The, the I Bengals know. offensive line is like, hey, you know what's warm? It's <laughs> Miami. We're just going to sit here and chill, you know? We're making our money. We're getting that bread. You know, we don't have to do it. For anything. real, dude. It literally shows how bad of an offensive line they are. Um, but anyway, uh, Burrow, like when he made that Heisman speech, uh, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure everybody listened and felt it. And 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 um, just talking about Athens, Ohio, and everything, that's something all sports fans oh, sure. pretty much will remember. No matter what, rest, if Joe Burrow wins life, five Super Bowls, I, or he, you know he wins five games in his dude, career, for real. Joe Burrow's name is cemented. Oh, he might have had the greatest. No, I don't think anybody touches those numbers. He I definitely really. did. 60, I think it was no one will, 60 dude. touchdowns. No one will. Yeah, 60 touchdowns, dude. Crazy. And 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 the thing is, if he had the weapons in the NFL, I think he could reach definitely. a 60 touchdown season in the NFL. Um, It's going to be interesting seeing because he's going to have to have his whole knee. That's just that right? injury for a quarterback just, just worries me. Obviously, Tom Brady had it. Really didn't stop him, I don't think. Yeah. 
Um, but we will see because Burrow was one of the most athletic young guys. Mm-hmm. I, I, yep. He was a sneaky athleticism. It's yeah. not like a Cam Newton where you see him next to his play, like, you know, teammates mm-hmm. and he's just so much bigger. It's not like Derrick Henry where he's that physical beast. Have you ever seen that picture like of, I was, believe it was Alabama versus Clemson in one of the national championships? It was uh, Derrick Henry's senior year. And he's standing next to Mark Ingram. And he looks, he makes Mark Ingram look like he's 190 pounds. Mark Ingram's a big guy. Dude, I know. He made him look like For real? some fat guy at the cookout. Like, like dude, it, it's so funny. And when Derrick Henry was next to Deion oh Lewis in the Titans practice, that photo too. Any photo it's like of Shaq Henry standing next to anybody is crazy. For it's real. the opposite of Kyler Murray. You watch Kyler Murray. I was watching the the Cardinals players run out of the tunnel, right? And then all of a sudden at the <laughs> like end, five, nine. Kyler come out, and he looks <laughs> – Dude, he was so short. He looked so short. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" I know he's, I know he's a short guy, but mm-hmm. man, he looks tiny, tiny. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna say this one's going to the Steelers. It would have been fun to see Burrow. That being said, we're gonna go ahead and get into our guest segment here. Um, wow, as we are at 104. Holy cow! It has been. Yeah, it's it. We we got to talking, and this is probably gonna be a pretty long segment, especially. I, I noticed. Guys, did you? Did, it looks like you said in your guys. notes here. Uh, you did some research. You did your homework. Okay, I, okay. I didn't expect I did you to do as much as us, but you know. Hey, I think that um, I I have a I I will say I have a few things to say about the specific top teams. I don't know much about the bottom teams. Also, Coastal Carolina, that Coastal, Strong, what is that, man. Bro? Dude, why? <laughs> I don't why know. They, they literally so have been in the um the NCAA Division One for like four years. Dude, wow, they're actually so good, man. Mm-hmm. The eleven and zero, like, dude, I know, I know. And then I I saw like the TikTok after I did some research on them. I saw a TikTok and it was like, do you think some of these guys can make the NFL? Heck yeah, they can make the NFL, dude. They, I I know I mean, they're not like look at Adam Thielen. I mean, he went to like Minnesota players. State. <laughs> I never even heard of Minnesota State. Yeah, dude, never count any of these guys out. For real, I don't. I didn't even know that was a thing until now. But, um, yeah, man, I have okay. a few. Right. I have a few things to say. And hey, welcome, welcome to the next segment of the pod here, Kyle. You've you've entered. Uh, we're waiting on Dylan. Um, I know you. You you're the one who came up with this idea right for the uh, the college ranking. Oh yes, that was me. Yeah, I, I I figured. I know Dill has always been big into the um the college football too, and I've never really been into it. But I will say, looking into the rankings and looking into the um, just 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 everything about it, I I am intrigued and uh want to know a little bit more about it and about you. And uh, I was just wondering, like, how long have you been following college football? Uh, definitely. I've been following college football really closely the last few years. Uh, my roommate and I actually do, uh, we pick every college football game every week. We started doing it last year. Uh, and then we've just been like messing around with it sort of thing. Um, some weeks are better than other, but we pick, uh, we don't just pick straight up. We pick the spreads and we also calculate all uh, winning, but uh, not covering the spread as well sort of thing. So we've three options, which makes it even harder than what we do in Vegas. Dang, <laughs> and uh, we were we were talking before you got on the pod. Um, a lot of sports betting is becoming legal now, like uh, with the NFL. And Dylan was telling me about just like the the Ravens and Browns game. We just had a lot of people were losing a lot of money 
Um, do a lot of bets happen for college games? I'd, I'd have to say just probably because, I mean, students, how do you regulate all the students at, at a college? I'm sure a lot of students bet on their college. Oh, yeah, I guarantee that happens. Uh, I know personally I haven't bet on a game, but I know there's a few uh, EMU games that I definitely would have bet on. I would have won big on. Uh, like going back to the bold game, I think uh, Vegas was giving us 14 points or something. We almost beat Pitt, so. Dang. Yeah. I didn't know I didn't know it was like that. I didn't know they had potential like that. Um still waiting on Dylan here to enter into the thing. Um like I said, I don't know much about college ball. I did a little bit of research. Um I was talking to him about what it's coastal California or whatever. Um man, they they what is it? They're eleven and oh, right? Yeah, eleven and oh like that. That's uh is that surprising to you? Uh that one's a little surprising. Um but, you know, there's always the group of five school or two that sneaks by that surprises everyone. Uh, that's definitely Coastal this year. Uh, but 11 and all, I think uh, having a non-conference schedule may have benefited them. Uh, I know actually Eastern Michigan, uh, where I'm at, was supposed to play them. So I was hoping we would have got a chance to uh, ruin the perfect season before it started. But that never happened. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I wonder what would have happened had had they got the chance. I know a lot of people wouldn't have been talking about them. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and shoot Dylan a text here and see if he's able to get Goodness in. Goodness gracious! Welcome. We've had a lot of technical difficulty. Me and Kyle were just talking about. He was telling me about some of the backstory about how he's been following um college football with his roommate and they've been doing spreads and breaking down every game every week and 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 stuff like that. And they have a lot of different options. And, uh, Dill, I mean, you've been following foot, college football since I remember in, yes. in the Johnny football yes. era and even the Tebow era. And I never was that big into it, but I did bring some research. I will be letting you – I mean, you guys know what you're talking about, and I'm just – I have a few comments to make. So, Dill, why don't you go ahead and start us off with whatever whatever you envision for this segment along with Kyle. You guys go ahead and take the wheel. All right, Kyle, go ahead, and you're the guest, so you go first, man. Okay, sweet. So uh, the first thing I want to point out is how messed up this committee is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so looking at the committee, we have major SEC and Big 12 bias. With the committee right now, we have a former Texas A&M head coach, the director of athletics at the University of Florida, University of Oklahoma director of athletics, uh, the Iowa uh, director of athletics is the committee head. And um, out of the 13 people in this committee, seven of them are athletic directors at current universities. So that just wow. says a little uh, – I have issues with that. And, I mean, all their teams are involved. Right. I mean, it's just crazy. Oh, yeah. Uh, the only big one that's not involved is, like, Wyoming. Mm-hmm. That's crazy to me how that, – that creates a lot of bias, obviously. And here's the thing. I haven't followed the games, but I've always known that the college football ranking system is horrible. Yeah. Like, the way they rank they, the teams does not make sense. We have Ohio State at number four at 5-0. and They haven't played as many games. I would say they deserve a top spot, but, man, how, how is it fair to judge the teams like this? I, would, I, don't, I, just, I don't understand, especially if what you're telling me, Kyle, is that there's, there's a lot of bias going on in, in the committee. That just does not make sense to me. Yeah, just the, the bias of the rankings. I mean, I would almost rather go back to the BCS, I mean – where literally the computers decided who was the top teams in the country. Yeah, that's like something uh, I've talked about with like Kevin. We need to go back to uh, a, ver- a com- combination of this and then the BCS era of the computer rankings. 
Like, computer rankings should be calculating for at least half of this right now. Because mm-hmm. there's, you're telling me Texas a and the fifth-best team in the nation. They're I know not. they're 7-1, but they're not who good. have they beat besides Florida? They're not good. They almost lost their Vanderbilt. Yeah, Vanderbilt. Yeah, I don't know. Vanderbilt even won a game this year? No, they're 0-8. Ah. And I know they will stay 0-8 because I saw their game against Georgia got canceled, so. Group of five. A lot of games uh, did get canceled. We are in – Championship football, right? Yeah. Like the, the bowl games. No, not yet. We got conference championship week this right, week, and then we have the bowl games starting and closer to we'll Christmas. Have college football playoff. Um, New Year's Day semifinals. Yeah. That'll be a that'll be fun. I'll be in uh Carolina, and I'll be <laughs> I'll probably be watching. Um, but I mean, Kyle, go ahead with some more thoughts, man. I know I know you have a lot to say. Yeah. Uh. So um, one thing I want to focus out is all. Let's show the group of five teams some love. We got a lot of group of five teams that are underrated or not even rated or uh, ranked that need to be ranked. Let's start off with um, giving them the maximum love. We have uh, yes. Patterson who's running for 400 yards. Who should be the that highest? That was insane. In that was just insane. He dude. Has, I mean, like 1,500 yards in like two games. Mm-hmm. Buffalo is undefeated, dominating everyone in the MAC, not ranked at all. Really? I see that changing tonight. I see them sneaking in the rankings. They better be a 25 or I'm going to be burning some couches. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, I mean, that, that running back, Patterson, what did, one game it was, what, 450 and, like, eight touchdowns or something? Yeah, uh, he had two games like that. It was re- insane. That's just, wow. Um, <laughs> a couple other group of five teams that uh, deserve some recognition. Unranked, San Jose State, undefeated. Um, you can throw Boise State in the mix. Uh, their only losses to a great BYU team. Mm-hmm. And Who they were down to like their fifth string quarterback for that game. Boise was, wasn't they? Oh yeah, they were not playing their starting quarterback. Um, also fact in the fact that that BYU is a good team because another team is who is underrated, uh, even as an independent. I think they're not. They're better than number eighteen. They're at least a top fifteen team, even if that lost to Coastal. Speaking of Coastal, Coastal's a top ten football team. I agree. I'm going to talk about them a little bit later. I agree 100% with you on that. Uh, a couple other teams that I want to give uh, recognition to who are not getting the recognition they deserve. Liberty, only lost to NC State. They've knocked off Virginia Tech in mm-hmm. Syracuse, and they've dominated everyone else. They're a top 25 football team. Louisiana, this one's going to lead to some big arguments. Louisiana is a top 15 football team. Uh, they're only lost to the Coastal Carolina. They beat Abolition State, who's a great football team as well. And they beat number seven, Iowa State, by 17 points. Yeah, I remember that. I was, I was laughing at the Big 12 when that happened, but it may be a little bit more legit now, I think. <laughs> Louisiana, though, 17-point victory over number seven, Iowa State. Iowa State is overrated. Louisiana mm-hmm. is underrated. Definitely. All right, let me get into a little bit of what I had to say. I just basically went down the list, or up the list, actually, starting with number 25. I mean, these aren't obviously this week's rankings. They're coming out tonight in about two, two and a half hours. I mean, they've been really bad this year. I mean, every time I watch the ranking show, it seems like you either text me, Kyle, or I text you saying, why is this team here? Why is this team not here? I feel like we do that every week. And I want to start off with Missouri at number 25. I mean, five and four. I understand they won't be ranked after that blowout loss to Georgia last week. But five and four, that's how we've gotten to in the college football playoff rankings coming up towards the end of the season where a barely above 500 team is in the college football playoff top 25. Oh, I agree completely. Uh, Missouri was on my list of teams that are overrated. Uh, They have no impressive wins unless you count LSU. 
Uh, who is but LSU is not very good this would, year. Yeah, definitely far from the Justin Jefferson, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, Joe Burrow LSU team that we saw last year. Um, Texas, I think they're one of the most overrated teams in college football. They lost that thriller to Oklahoma and Dallas. It was triple overtime. That was a great game. They lost to Iowa State Thanksgiving weekend at home. They really should have won that game too. But it's just the the losses. They lost to TCU at home. They almost let Texas Tech beat them on the road. I don't understand how Texas is a top twenty football team. I um I don't even know much about Texas, but I did when I was going through the list. I was wondering why they 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 were even on here at six and three. I under I, I just don't understand. I see teams like UNC eight and three. I know some of these teams at the bottom of the list have to have more losses, obviously, but. Why is Texas above a team like I don't know? Colorado's four and one. I know they haven't played a lot of games. Colorado but looked if good. We're going to, yeah, they looked a lot better than Texas to me. Um, and and I mean, I, I I just don't understand why Texas is at twenty. Okay, maybe throw them on the list at a twenty-five. Don't throw them on the list at twenty. Don't even put Missouri on the list in five and four. That's not right. Don't even put them on yeah, the list. Yeah, sorry, man. Cam. Your your Missouri yeah. Tigers aren't that good, man. They they're not that good. They had potential when the year was starting, I felt mm-hmm. like. I heard about Missouri possibly making some noise this year. No. Five and four, that's not gonna cut this list. Like you said, a new ranking's gonna come out. I I just based on this list that I have, um, nothing really concerns me past like the I don't know I want to say like spot fifteen, the the main ones I was looking at was fourteen and above. Mm-hmm. Um, Indiana has been really good this year. I can't believe they're only at twelve. I I feel like they're a little better than Georgia. Can you imagine if they had beaten Ohio State? That would have been insane. Dude, they would have been a lot higher. I feel like they're a little better than Georgia, and honestly, I feel like they're a little better than Miami, uh-huh. Oklahoma. They're probably about even with. Yeah. I I've seen. I don't know. It's like it's been a rough year for the Sooners, man. (laughs) Yeah, I felt like Indiana was just a better team than what these rankings are showing Mm -hmm. this year. Because when we, I obviously Michigan sucked. When Michigan played Indiana, they got killed. Yeah, so did Michigan State. I don't think we scored. Yeah. So it's like okay, yeah. It's it's just it's just beyond me. Um, I got one more overrated team I want to talk about. Go ahead, man. Kyle, you get into your overrated list. USC. I don't think USC deserves the love they're getting. They're playing in the Pac-12. This has probably been one of the weakest Pac-12 content or kind of you know packs of teams that we've had in a couple of years. They've only obviously played five due to the COVID restrictions in the Pac-12, starting later in the season like the Big Ten did. I mean, I remember watching them week two at Arizona. They almost lost to Arizona. Now, Kyle, you may know this. Alex, you, you probably won't. But they gave up 73 points in a rivalry game to Arizona State last week. And their high-paid coach, the former Texas A&M coach, Kevin Sumlin, got canned because of that. USC maybe makes a jump a little bit tonight. And they're playing Oregon on Friday night in the Pac-12 championship game. I don't even think they're a top-10 team, even if they beat Oregon. They're pro- the committee's going to give them some love because these committee people don't know really what they're talking about. So I just think USC is an overrated team as well. Uh, Kyle, I see you have some overrated teams that I have not talked about, so I'll let you go. Yeah, so I'm going to chime in real fast on that USC. The crazy thing is there's people talking about USC finding a way to sneak in if they get the help. Yeah, yeah I saw ESPN said they have a 50% chance of making the playoff. They're the, they have the fourth-best odds making the playoffs, according to ESPN. Oh, which is absolutely crazy to me. But uh, getting into some of my overrated teams, we've got North Carolina. 
Uh, oh, you think they're over? Uh, okay. Uh, they okay. looked good uh, in their win uh, over Miami, but here's a couple things to consider. Mm-hmm. They lost to Florida State. Yeah, very true. Uh, they did. They, got, they looked very bad in that game too. Uh, they also lost to Virginia, who's not on these lists at all. Losing to Notre Dame, that's kind of uh, respectable. I think they're overrated. Um, but also factoring that they um escaped Boston College and Wake Forest, so mm-hmm. that's a couple close games to average football teams, I would say. Uh, also, um, Iowa. This one's a little bit more iffy, but I think Iowa's a little bit overrated. Uh, they're as had mm-hmm. their uh the chair of the committee as the Iowa athletic director. They lost yep. to Purdue, uh, being the big reason I said they're overrated. I think they're a couple spots over, not a major overrated team. They look good against Wisconsin, though. I did watch that game on Saturday. Wisconsin's also been having major issues with COVID. True, true, they have. Yeah, I remember that blowout win against Illinois, and then their quarterback just went down with COVID after having a one-incompletion game and, like, three touchdowns. And that was just the end of their season, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, other things, uh, Florida. Uh, Florida got exposed by throwing some shoes around. Uh, they're going to drop four or five spots. Yeah, yeah, that's sad that that's going to cost them a playoff spot probably. Oh, yeah, their uh, playoff chances are gone. Yeah, they didn't deserve it. Uh, Miami is going to get drilled. I expect Miami to drop 10 spots, if I'm being honest. Uh, they got mm-hmm. – um, they North Carolina scored, what, 68? A lot of points. Something like that? Yeah, it was a lot of points. And the crazy thing is Sam Howell is one of the best quarterbacks, I think, in college football. He had 250 passing yards in that game. Their running backs went for like 500, 600 yards and like four touchdowns. Oh, they were, had almost 700 rushing yards. They were yards poaching NCAA records with their rushing yards. Like, mm-hmm. it was a lot. Uh, now the two big ones I think are overrated. I think Iowa State, as I mentioned earlier, is vastly overrated. They are not the seventh best team in the nation. Uh, they lost to a group of five school who is not getting the love they deserve. By 17 points. Mm-hmm. 17 points, too. So, if you're, if you're saying Louisiana's what? They're at uh, 20 range right now? Yeah. But they beat the number 17 there. by 17 points. Mm-hmm. Something's wrong somewhere. Uh, also, uh, they lost Oklahoma State. Which Oklahoma State's a decent football team, but they're not a top 25 or top 10 team. No. You take Chuba Hubbard out of that team, and they're nothing. Oh, yeah. And then um, – Texas A&M, as mentioned earlier, is vastly overrated. They are not the number five team in the country. They do not deserve a playoff spot. They've got Mm-mm. one good win on the year. They've looked bad in all their other wins. And I didn't think they looked good against Florida, to be honest with you. I didn't watch much of that game, but they didn't look good against Florida. Uh, so that's some of the teams that I covered. Uh, thought were vastly overrated looking at this list. Okay. I, uh, Alex, you got any thoughts on any of that? Uh, I, I agree with, it. like, Missouri overrated. USC, they're not even in that tough of a division. 5-0, and they haven't been tested. They haven't really played a lot of games. To put them above Iowa and to put them above Colorado and even L.A. Lafayette, mm-hmm. BYU even. BYU, how are they lower than USC? I know they just squared off with Coastal, yeah, right? Yeah, BYU's um, one of those weird cases. They play in an independent. They're kind of like Notre Dame. Notre Dame just joined the ACC for this year. Yeah. So BYU had trouble scheduling games. That's why they're undefeated because they're basically – what they're doing is they're not playing anybody. They weren't even supposed to play Coastal. Coastal was supposed to play Liberty, and Liberty backed wow. out due to COVID. So that's why BYU and Coastal That's a played. tricky thing it is, with really. season. And the rankings reflect that because you've got – Ohio State is a top four team at 5-0. and um, But, man, I it's, like, hard to say. Like, you got Alabama, Notre Dame. Honestly, those are the clear top two. Um Notre Dame's playing Clemson, right? Mm-hmm, Saturday. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I, 
I think Clemson's going to fall. I think Notre Dame's a better well-rounded team. I know that I don't know if that's bold, but I just like watching Notre Dame mm-hmm. play. Clemson's more of that high-flying offense, and I think Notre Dame's the better well-rounded mm-hmm. stay in the game team. Cincinnati's going to be in that fourth spot. Okay. I'm gonna. Okay. I, I think that because I, I I don't see Florida's dropping obviously, but I think Cincinnati. I think a couple of these teams are gonna fall, and I think Cincinnati's gonna get in that fourth spot, and I think they deserve that fourth spot. Um, at eight and zero, at eight and zero, man, mm-hmm. they've been through some tough games too. I, I I was watching one Saturday. I forget who they were playing, but they they play. They impressed me. And Cincinnati, like, I don't know. I just hadn't really heard about them. You don't hear about Cincinnati every year. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is a good year for Cincinnati. But, I mean, the team I want to talk about next, Coastal Carolina. I wrote, yeah. I wrote, yeah. I wrote a pretty good little piece about them. I mean, they're, they're I had heard a little bit about them this year. I really didn't sit down and physically watch them until they played uh, Louisiana and they beat Louisiana. But, I mean, that's a very underrated conference. They've had some good teams come out of that conference in the Sun Belt. Uh, people in college football call it the Fun Belt. They didn't open my eyes, like I said, until they beat ULL. And, I mean, they beat App State. App State's a good team in that conference. They had some trouble with Troy last week, though. That kind of surprised me. I, I mean, you think about it as in maybe it was a little bit of a trap game. They were so high after beat that BYU game. That was probably the biggest game in their school's history. Game day was there, too. But I just feel – Game day was there, yeah. I just feel that, you know, they deserve a little bit more love. I want them to be that top 10 team. But for some reason, they're just not okay. Um, and then, yeah, they're playing um, – aren't they playing Louisiana again for the oh, Sun yes. this weekend? Yeah, that's a – I believe I saw that's a 3.30 game, so I, I want to be able to see what's going on with that, man. That's going to be a really good game. Um, do you want to talk more a little bit about the top 10 teams there, Kyle, before we get into our top four predictions? Oh, yeah, me, uh, oh no, you're going to be talking about Cincinnati. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I got a lot to talk about Cincinnati. Um, Al touched on it a little bit, but I think Cincinnati has a chance, but they're going to need a lot of help. So first thing I think needs to see happen, um, we need Texas A&M to lose to Tennessee, which I think is possible. Mm-hmm. In fact, I'm taking Tennessee in my picks with Tennessee's looks. They've looked okay. Yeah, they've looked okay. I'm taking Tennessee in my picks to beat A&M. I'm flat out calling that right now. Okay. Uh, Cincinnati okay. obviously has to beat Tulsa, which I think they will do. Tulsa's a good football team, but Cincinnati, I think, is going to get them. Uh, mm-hmm. Notre Dame beating Clemson definitely does help Cincinnati out. Uh, I think Oklahoma Iowa State also helps because then you have to justify Oklahoma jumping up from 11 to 4. Where if an mm-hmm. Iowa State wins, I could see Iowa State getting in, even though they do not deserve to be in, as I have mentioned before. No. We will show the corruption of the committee. Uh, an OSU loss. Mm-hmm. State should not be. An OSU loss to Northwestern also helps Cincinnati. But I realistically, all these five yeah. things, I think if Cincinnati wins, only four of them need to happen. And Cincinnati gets in. Uh, one mm-hmm. thing I want to consider with Cincinnati too is of all these teams that are being considered, they have played the toughest schedule, arguably. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. For sure. uh, they have all the, all the teams they've played. The teams they've played have a fifty-five point one win percentage. None of the other teams are wow. above fifty percent. Wow. That's crazy. And I really thought they were – their biggest test, I think, of the season was UCF. And I really thought they were going to lose to UCF. And they struggled a little bit. But um, because um, didn't their quarter – I think UCF's quarterback got hurt in that game. I'm not actually sure. I didn't uh, watch that game. But I know that whole conference has been giving them challenges. Um, mm-hmm. Which is good because usually you don't see that in a group of five conference. Oh, yeah. Um, 
you got the uh, AAC and then also the Sun Belt. Both look like really good group of five conferences this year. Uh, Sun Belt mm-hmm. is putting out two ranked teams. You could argue um, Appalachian State's another ranked team. The AAC, yeah. you have Tulsa ranked. You have Cincinnati ranked. UCF's been talked about. Uh, Memphis gets talked about. Uh, and all mm-hmm. those teams get. That Memphis UCF game earlier was pretty oh, good that's this year. A good game. It's just too bad. I uh, talking about Mackenzie Milton. I really thought he was going to be able to play for UCF this year, and it's nice to see him going to transfer to a Power Five school. I saw he's going to be going to Florida yeah, State. Yeah, so it's exciting. Year. See if Florida State can uh, come back from the ashes. Mm-hmm. They uh, were good a while. They were good. Yeah, yeah. Those teams where they James had Jameis. Yeah, that's the second time Jameis Winston's been mentioned in this podcast today. Yeah. <laughs> Never thought I would say uh, that. Man. But Jameis Alex, Winston, you man. got any thoughts, Alex? I want to talk uh, after you have any thoughts about some of these top ten teams before we get into our top four predictions. Um, Florida is obviously going to drop out the top ten, mm-hmm. though, right? Okay, Iowa State. Hearing about the bias, man, that just that's just so wrong. Cincinnati should be above Iowa State, and honestly, why is Texas A and M at seven and one above an eight and zero Cincinnati? I'm sorry. Cincinnati has a better record. In this case, the record prevails. Um, top three, Clemson at three. They pro- they would have definitely been at two had they not. Trevor Lawrence was out that one game they lost, right? Mm-hmm. So that's really not fair. Um, they definitely deserve the two. Uh, I would I would be saying um, it's just going to come down to whoever wins, Notre Dame or Clemson, man. Because if, if, Nord- if Clemson beats Notre Dame – then Alabama, Notre Dame, and Clemson all make college football playoffs. Mm-hmm. If Notre Dame beats Clemson, Clemson's out of it. Yeah, and I would hate to see that because I want to see Trevor Lawrence. He he deserves the shot. He had to miss that game because of COVID, which is really unfair to their record. Um, which this whole year's been unfair to these rankings, to NFL rankings, to all rankings like this. And noticing just in the NFL how hard it is to predict, even not watching college football and not predicting them. I can't predict who's going to win that Notre Dame-Clemson game because I know how crazy some of these games have been. Um, I mean, and I know that uh, uh, Georgia is – I mean, they're a decent team. I see them as, like, top ten, but I, I don't really see them as nine. I almost see them at the number ten spot. Um, I feel like a team like Indiana low-key deserves to be – higher up in that tens nine tens time range um coastal how are they not a top 10 team at 11 and 0 i know they've played basically just random people or or whatever the case is but um they they still won the games i i they've they've come onto the map you got to at least reward the record at least mm-hmm. how how can you not reward a, a 11 and 0 record but you can put a team like uh georgia at 7 and 2 a at the nine spot or Miami at eight and two Miami. Okay. But I just really don't understand it, man. Yeah. Um, the ranking is obviously flawed. I know. Are we going to be talking about now the top 14? Yeah, I wanted to talk football? a little bit about those top 10 teams before we did that. Yeah. I mean, Georgia I, ninth in the rankings, not good. I mean, Florida ran them over Kentucky. Yeah, almost that's beat what I'm them. Saying. Mississippi state almost beat them. Alabama made them look stupid. Cincinnati. It's very true. Yeah, Alabama could make an NFL team. They probably look. They probably would make the Jets look stupid. I think they could beat the Dude, Jets. Dude, they would beat the Jets. It would beat the Jets. <laughs> but Cincinnati, I agree with all you guys. I mean, they really should be higher. I think they should show. They're showing why the AAC should be a Power Five school, and there should be a Power Six discussion, not a Power Five. Iowa State, 
blows my mind at number seven. I mean, they almost lost to Baylor. They almost lost to TCU. The, obviously, the Louisiana loss by 17. But I don't think we're going to have to worry about Iowa State in the playoff conversation because Oklahoma's gotten hot over the last few weeks. And I see Oklahoma winning the Big 12, which knocks out the Big 12. Florida, you know, that stupid loss. The My guy that threw the shoe, I mean, I don't know why he did that. He shouldn't have a scholarship anymore. That was so stupid. Um, Alex, they have a quarterback in Florida, does, Kyle Trask. And I think I'm going to hold Kyle Trask in this draft class in the same high standards that I held Justin Herbert. Mm. And Kyle Pitts, the tight end for the Florida Gators, possibly the next Gronk. The dude's absolutely dominant in getting the ball. A&M at five, they're basically, I would say they're just there because of Florida, the win, the last second field goal. And really, I mean, Jimbo Fisher, the former Florida State coach, is coaching Texas A&M right now. And uh, Kellen Mond, the quarterback, really not that good. Um, okay, so that takes us to the top four. Uh, Kyle, you want to give us your top four predictions and who you think is okay. going to win it all? Or first, actually, first start off with the Clemson-Notre Dame. And okay, we'll uh, Clemson-Notre Dame. Uh, I'm taking Clemson to win a close one. Uh, I think Trevor Lawrence is just going to light up the Notre Dame defense, which they missed a little bit mm-hmm. of last game. If you look at the schedule, I feel like Clemson has performed better overall than uh, Notre Dame has. There's just been more blowouts in close games compared to Notre Dame. So I think uh, Clemson's going to pull that one out. All right. Uh, I think I think Clemson's going to win that game really close myself. I see it being a 38-35 kind of game. Lawrence, he's going to have a good game. He's going to hit his three, 375 with three touchdowns. Running back Travis Etienne is going to have a good game with about 80 yards and two scores. Ian Book. Now, a lot of people are talking about him and being a good quarterback. Obviously broke the Notre Dame record for the most wins by a starting quarterback. I see him having 310 yards and two touchdowns, but he's going to make a mistake late in the game that Trevor Lawrence is going to pounce on, and that's the reason why Clemson's going to win this game. I think with it being such a close game, I think that if Clemson beats Notre Dame, I think the top four is going to be the four teams that it is right now, but they're just going to be a little bit shuffled in the rankings. Alex? I'm going to say – I mean, I'm going to go ahead and say this. I feel like Clemson is a lot more offense-heavy, obviously with Trevor Lawrence being the big name there. Um, Notre Dame is a little bit more of a well-rounded team where, they, where you're right. They're not really blowing people out. They're just winning the close games. I think this is going to be a close game. If I'm judging off who's been winning close, close games, I'd say Notre Dame. But the thing is, Clemson, like Kyle mentioned, has been blowing people out to the point where it hasn't even had to be close. So we haven't really tested but um, I'm going to say Trevor Lawrence is going to take this just because the talent he possesses in himself, um, very, dare I say, Joe Burrow, Mahomes, some of these young stars who've entered the NFL, um, he, he has talent, um, and he's, he's a very specific type of talent. Like Atua, we saw, he's a guy you just can't pass up, and, and the – I think the Jets will go ahead and draft them if they have that spot. But I think uh, Lawrence is going to go ahead and knock off Notre Dame. But that being said, it'll be Alabama, then Clemson, then Notre Dame, then probably Ohio State. Mm -hmm. If I am wrong and Notre Dame wins, I could see a team like Cincinnati. And it would suck to see it, but Iowa State could move up in this spot based on the bias 
I will go ahead and say, though, Alabama, Clemson, Notre Dame, Ohio State will be the top four. All right, Kyle, go ahead and give your top four, and then you can give your national champion All if right, you want. My and... uh, top four, assuming Clemson does beat Notre Dame, I'm going to have Notre Dame coming at four, Ohio State at three, Clemson two, Alabama one. Now, however, if uh, Notre Dame does beat Clemson, I see the committee giving the spot to Texas A&M as much as I will hate them for doing that. Texas A&M would take the uh, fourth spot, and Alabama would embarrass them. Speaking of Alabama, Alabama's going to win this thing. No one's going to come close to them. I think they're just steamroll. They're going to steamroll everyone. Yeah. yeah, they've looked really good. All right. Dude, go ahead. last <laughs> week they won, what, 52-3, to three, right? Yeah. All of their games have been blowouts. Well, uh, the, the game, mean, they I played know... Ole Miss, I think, and it was like 62-58 to Ole Miss was their closest game of this. That was Ole their Miss only, was close, only game. close game of the season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. They're still – Way above everybody. But yeah, I mean else. that's that's one um, game out of like what ten. Yeah, out of out of <laughs> ten. Uh, so, but they played Arkansas, and Arkansas they they were a little better to start the year. I know I saw a few of their games mm-hmm. early on. Yeah, they have a Florida transfer been, at quarterback, I believe. Yeah, Arkansas does. And they they've been on a, a losing streak, but I I think that uh definitely um Alabama will take this. National okay. champions. They'll be the they'll be the champions. Then. Well, my top four. I got uh, Alabama versus Notre Dame, and then Clemson versus Ohio State. If in fact Notre Dame does beat Clemson, I Cincinnati sneaking into that fourth spot. So it'd be yeah, Alabama, sure. Cincinnati, and then Clemson, Notre Dame, or uh, Ohio State, Notre Dame. Pardon me. So uh, if my predictions hold correctly, we will get a Clemson Ohio State game in the semifinal. What an unbelievable Fiesta Bowl we had last year with um, Trevor Lawrence almost getting knocked out of the game and then coming back and having a 50-yard rushing touchdown like a minute later. And then Travis Etienne having the great game he had with Justin Fields throwing that ridiculous interception that costed them the game. I see the title game being Bama versus Clemson, and Clemson's going to take it. I mean, Dabo's going to get title number three, and Trevor Lawrence is going to end his college career with as many championships, two, as college losses, which he also has two. Wow. I I mean, I don't know. I, I'm not going to say it's impossible because I've seen some crazy things. I everybody, think when, Tua, though, when Tua and Lawrence played, Lawrence's freshman year, everybody thought Alabama was going to steamroll Clemson. And Clemson did the opposite to Alabama. I could see it. I'm going to say that Alabama and Clemson are definitely the national championship. Which game, it feels though. like it's we're getting to the point where, you know, we were at the Cavaliers and Warriors in the NBA Finals every year where it seems like we're getting Alabama yeah. and Clemson just about every year in the championship game. For real. They're the best two teams yeah. for a while I've, since Deshaun Watson was at I have a theory about Alabama. When Coach Nick Saban retires, I think Dabo Sweeney is going to go coach Alabama. That would be interesting. Because uh, Dabo Sweeney went to Alabama, actually. Maybe that's why he has to build this Clemson team to burst <laughs> Alabama, Alabama every year. That's Alabama's yeah. only competition all season, it seems like, is Clemson. Yeah. For real. Any, uh, any last thoughts, guys? No, oh, I'm right good. The group of five teams. That's anything all I got to say. Give the group of five some love. Yeah, Buffalo should definitely be in the rankings this week. All right. Uh, thank you, Kyle, for being on. It was a thank great discussion. Thank you for having me. We, uh, we really appreciate you coming on, man, and uh, giving a little perspective of, of co- the college side of things. We've, we've never really talked about it before, and we know you're big into it, so we really appreciate you coming on and sharing your knowledge, man. You have to talk was, uh, fancy to me talk again, too. I'm running my league right now. Yeah, I, sure, I don't know. I didn't tell you this. I upset the number one seed thanks to Mr. Nick oh, Chubb. I'm enjoying that all. So, uh, 
I am in the semifinals. I put points up in the league this week, so I'm I'm living the dream. Yeah, I I got lucky. Aaron Jones had a bad game, and Noah Fant had like a surprise illness in like the second quarter. So I kind of got lucky. <laughs> what? I, he got I, the COVID mid quarter. I think I won by like 15, and I think Fant would have put up 15 <laughs> if he would have played. So. Yeah, for sure. I was almost regretting not starting the Cardinals defense. They were on my bench. So. <laughs> Dang, dude. <laughs> they had like missed out on 24 Reddick. points or something. <laughs> I was like, oh no. <laughs> but uh, thanks for being on. Uh, that will wrap up the episode, Alex. If we want to uh, conclude the episode. I mean, really, all we got to say is just thank you so much just for, for listening and supporting throughout the weeks. Episode 35, it's an exciting number for me because um, it means we're about eight months. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I'm super pumped about that. Next week, we're going to uh, do our week 15 review as we preview those games. Week 16 preview. And then, uh, you know, we're going to be returning to the player spotlight yep, format. Definitely. Um, I think what we should really do is that's... maybe go back because we haven't done it in a couple of weeks and just do our best players from the last three weeks. For sure. I mean, we got to talk about Reddick in there. Mm-hmm. But uh, thank you so much again for listening and Kyle for joining us. And we'll see you guys next week.